0: Hey guys, it's Foe. Welcome to the Girl Talk with Foaux Podcast where I talk faith, finances and business and I teach you how to dump debt, build bank and create the life you want. Let's talk. Hello, hello guys and welcome to another episode of the podcast How Are you doing? So guys, I actually took the time and listened to last week's podcast episode and I realized that I said super excited a lot of times. So I'm just gonna try not to say super excited, but I'm excited to be back for another episode of the podcast. I hope that you guys are doing well and that you are having an amazing week. So today is another solo dolo. I told you guys that I was switching up the script and sharing some topics that I really wanted to talk to you guys about. So today we're going to be talking about how to combine finances with your spouse. And this topic came about randomly, quite honestly. I was actually interviewing for a website. One of the writers called me and we were just going through the questions that she had for me. And I was telling her how my husband and I manage our finances together And she just asked, you know, partially for the article that she was writing, but I think also for herself, well, how did you go about combining finances? And I thought about that a couple of days after. I was like, wow, like people really may not know how to go about combining finances with their spouse. So that's what we're gonna talk about today. But before we jump into that, a few reminders. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast. You can subscribe via Apple Podcasts or on SoundCloud, or pretty much anywhere else podcasts are listened to. If you want to get an email directly to your inbox reminding you to listen to the episode, then head on over to girltalkwithfoe.com forward slash podcast to get on the email list as well. And of course, guys, don't forget to follow me on social media. I am at Foe on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. And if you like the podcast, go give it a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Another reminder is that the book is out. If you haven't grabbed your copy already, head on over to girltalkwithpho.com forward slash book to get a copy of my new book, Dump Debt and Build Bank, The Everyday Chick's Guide to Money. It is phenomenal. And I'm not just saying that because I wrote it. I'm saying that because people have told me that. So make sure you check it out. You can get a sneak peek at that same website address, girltalkwithpho.com forward slash book. So now that that is out of the way, let's jump into this topic of combining finances. So let's start from the very beginning, all right? So when you are even considering getting married, when you're dating, you need to talk about money. And I really get into this topic a lot on the podcast episode with Emanuela. The title of that podcast episode is Should You Marry for Money? And I don't know the number, but just go on the podcast page of the website and you'll be able to find it. But we talk in depth about this topic of making sure that even before you get married, you talk about money. So if you are currently dating someone, you're not married yet, this is the best time to actually address the topic. Um, If you're married, it's never too late to combine finances, so I'm going to talk about it from both perspectives. So if you are currently dating or if you are in a serious relationship that's heading towards marriage, I encourage you to talk about money before you get married. And I don't mean necessarily on the first date, like, hey, how much you make. No, I don't mean that, but when it becomes serious and you guys know that you're going to eventually combine lives together in the form of marriage, then you need to talk about finances. So I actually wrote a blog post about five questions that you should ask while dating, five money questions. And um, I'll quickly go through those questions as you are thinking about how do you approach this topic with your significant other. So ideally, when you're thinking about asking these questions in your relationship, the whole premise is not to find out, oh, you know, how much you make. The premise is to understand how this person deals with money their history with money, what they've learned about money, what they've been taught about money, so that you can understand their behavior and relationship with money. That's the whole goal. Because you want to know how they um handle money before you guys are combining finances. So you want to get an understanding. And I will say that. You know, just because someone handles money differently from you, that does not make that a deal breaker as far as relationships. I talked about this on several podcasts, especially uh, the one with my husband when we were talking about managing uh, different expectations in marriage as far as finances go. We had different ways of handling money, but he was debt-free, I had debt, and that was not a deal breaker for him. So I'm not saying just because someone has debt or just because someone handles money money differently from you, that makes it a deal breaker. That's not what I'm saying. But you want to know this stuff up front so that you can make an informed decision and that you so that you guys can come up with a plan going forward. So one of the first questions that you want to ask is, do you have any debt? And if so, what kind? So you need to know what you are getting yourself into before marriage. I don't know how many times growing up I heard the story of, well, such and such, when I got married, they messed my credit up um, because of their debt and their um, them not paying their bills on time and all that stuff. So you don't want to be taken by surprise when you get into the marriage and you find out, oh, your spouse has $200,000 in debt. Address it beforehand so that you can create a plan going forward on how you want to handle it. So figure out, do they have any debt? What kind of debt is it? Are they continuing to get into debt? Are they trying to pay off the debt, right? You want to know where their head is when it comes to that because that matters once you get married. You know, it would be a difficult situation if you want to be debt-free and your spouse continually gets into debt. So you need to know that stuff before you get married. The second question that you should ask is, how does your parents handle money? And I know that this seems like a peculiar question, but at the end of the day, a lot of the things that we do in life are direct reflections of what our parents did what we saw them do so how did your parents manage money did they manage money together did they manage separately did they have separate accounts did they not talk about money those are all important things to know because they are great predictors of behaviors of your significant other What you learn as a child, how your parents acted is a great predictor of your behavior. Not saying that it will be because, you know, there are some things that we all don't want to take from our parents necessarily. But how they behave, how they handle things is a great uh, predictor of how you will handle things, how they will handle things. So ask the question, how does your parents handle money? And that will give you a good idea of how they currently handle money or their thoughts around money. The third question is, do you support anyone else financially? Another surprise that you don't want to get when you get into marriage is, oh, by the way, I have alimony, or by the way, I have child support, or by the way, I send my mother $1,000 every month, which is going to impact our ability to handle our financial goals. So those are things that you want to know ahead of time so that it's not an issue going into your marriage. The fourth question that you want to have asked is, what are your career aspirations? And this isn't a direct financial question, but it is a indication of financial future. So if your significant other says, well, you know, I just want to work this job and I really don't really care about promotions or climbing the corporate ladder, then that will tell you a lot about the financial picture that you will have over the duration of your time together. Um, but if they say, hey, you know, I'm really um I'm really ambitious, I want to be the CEO, I want to earn six figures, well, then that changes things and that changes your financial outlook and it also changes the dynamic of your relationship. So that's important to know as well. If you have a spouse that is very committed to their career, that changes the dynamic of your relationship because that means they may travel a lot, and though you may have the financial means, it may be taxing on your relationship. So it goes deeper into finances. And the fifth question is, what are your financial goals? So what do you want to accomplish? Do you want to be debt free? Do you want to retire early? Do you want to be a millionaire? What is your financial goal? Get into their headspace to understand. At the end of the day. What do they want to achieve financially and does that align with what you want to achieve? So those are things that you need to start the conversation around money. Obviously, those questions weren't too hard. I mean, someone might get a little you know, nervous about talking about their debt, but at the end of the day, those are not hard questions to answer. Now, as you get deeper into your relationship, as in you're engaged or you're very close to being engaged... That's when you start having those conversations around how much do you make? What are your priorities when it comes to spending? What do you spend on? those type of things. I remember having this conversation with my husband and I can't remember if we were engaged at the time. We may have been, but we shared how much we made and we wrote down a list of our priorities and our goals and we compared them to each other and we talked about it. If there was a difference in our goals and our priorities, we talked through those things and we were able to decide as a couple, this is what you want to work on together. So, you will and you should eventually have the conversation around, you know, the num the actual numbers because you want to be aware. And and I understand some people may think this is private, but when I, when you get married to someone, there is no privacy. Let's be real. So you might as well get that out. Hey, this is how much I make. You know, I like to save this much. This is my spending habits. Get that out of the way, um, so there are no mysteries when it comes to finances. Okay. All right, so if you're married, obviously a lot of these things you may already know, maybe through asking your spouse or from just observing (laughs) um, and getting to know them over the years. But if you haven't been married yet or if you're engaged, I encourage you to ask those questions. And I know later on um, when we were engaged and we went to marriage counseling, I actually think... That was something we had to do. I think we had to make a budget together or something for one of the marriage courses that we took. But we had already, you know, done our due diligence and talking about money, talking about how much we make, you know, what our goals were and all that stuff. So those are definitely important things to do. One thing that I will say, um, and I'll mention it a little bit later, is we before we got married, we actually came up with a budget together. We actually sat down and looked at what our Incomes will be combined and we figured out how much our expenses would be. We estimated and we came up with a budget together so that when the money actually started coming into our joint account, we already knew how it was going to be spent. So it made our transition from going to two separate individuals with separate finances um, into one account. It made it so much easier because we already knew in advance what that was going to look like. So the first thing in combining finances with your spouse, if you can have the conversation before marriage marriage. If you are already married, then you still need to have the conversation around, hey, you know, I think we should combine our finances. And I will say that just how we run our household, everything is combined. Our bank accounts are all combined. We do not have any separate bank accounts. Our titles on our car, we have our names on each other's titles on the car's. Regardless of if we had them before we got married, when um, we moved, and when we um, when I changed my name, we got all of that taken care of. So we're we're combined in every way. And I know some people may have the thought process that, oh well, you never know, something might happen. And you know, we didn't get married with the thought of getting a divorce. Quite honestly. And we made it doggone hard to get get one if that was ever a thought, which it shouldn't be. But nonetheless, I believe in 100% combining finances. I watched my parents do it, and I saw how they were able to go so much further because they were working together and combining everything together. So that's been our approach um, when my husband swipes his debit card I know exactly where he spent and when I swipe my debit card he knows exactly where I spent and it's not about control it's not about having to know everything but it's about being one and I think marriage is oneness in every aspect including your money so that's my two cents around that so have the conversation if you haven't had it already um, and and sometimes I understand your spouse may not want to combine finances because of some of the reasons that you may get from those questions maybe that's how they ha- their parents handled maybe they saw someone get burnt like all kinds of reasons. people have had different life experiences, but if you two are committed to doing it, then I would recommend following these steps so after you have you've had that discussion, obviously the first thing that you're gonna do is to open a joint account again my husband and I have all of our accounts together and we actually did this before we got married. Not well not, you know, way in advance of being married, but as soon as we had like applied for our marriage license and I had applied I don't think I had applied to get my name changed yet. Obviously I I couldn't. But I think as soon as we had applied for our marriage license or whatever, we were able to go to the bank and open an account um, And they took us on goodwill that I was changing my name. <laughs> so they actually opened the account in my, what my new name would be, my married name, and they let us do it that way. And so we just deposited a small amount, whatever the required amount was. So we actually did that before we got married, like right before the wedding, so that when we got back from the honeymoon, we could start actually acting out on that budget that we had created. So we opened an account shortly before the wedding, transferred the funds in there. And then um, when we got back, we were able to start budgeting as we had planned. And that's when we started closing accounts, transferring money and doing all of those things. So we found a bank that we both agreed on. Honestly, I don't know that it was much thought into it. We just went with a bank that had a local branch and open an account. Now, in our case, we do use we like to use online banking. If you are just starting a bank account, I would recommend for one at least one of your accounts have a brick and mortar so where you get paid the money transfers there and you can actually go into a bank if you need to. So, that's what we did. We went, I showed we showed them proof that we were getting married that my name would be changing and they allowed us to open the account and we did that. And so the way that we manage is both of our paychecks go into one account. And from that one account, we transfer into savings, we pay bills, and that's really it, right? We just have one hub account where all the money huddles up before we disperse it the way that it needs to be dispersed. But both of our paychecks uh, fully go there and we handle everything together. Now, again, like I said, I believe in 100%. Uh, managing everything together and pulling everything together, but I know that people have their hesitations. In fact, when I was a manager on uh, Third Shift, I remember one of my employees telling me that he didn't want to combine finances with his wife because he did not trust his wife with the money. So let me talk about that a little bit and my thought around that. If you're going to have separate accounts for like his money, her money, you know, that's fine as long as it's agreed upon and you guys are reviewing it together. The big thing is not having secrets. So secret accounts are an issue and they're an issue because they bring light to a bigger problem when it comes to trust and when it comes to Other issues that may be there that have not been addressed So again, I don't think there's anything wrong with If you want to have a his account, her account And as you guys are dispersing funds Some money goes to him, her for whatever your personal spending Whatever, I don't mind that My husband and I have a line item in the budget for his money and my money To spend however we choose But we we pull it from the same account We don't have separate accounts But if you choose to do that, that's fine. I think it's the secret accounts that are a problem because they are um, bringing light to a bigger issue that hasn't been addressed. And I'm not a marriage counselor, so I won't get into that. But that's what I'm going to say about that. Don't have secret accounts. You can have separate accounts if you want to, but don't have secret accounts um, where you're funneling money and hiding money because that's an even bigger issue. All right so open your bank account um and then you want to open different bank accounts for different reasons I mentioned opening a single account um, that you can use to disperse money, pay bills, and all that stuff. You want to have a savings account for your emergency fund, or you want to have a long-term savings account. We call it our general savings account. I say have a travel savings, and you can have a savings account for each of your savings goals. But make sure you have an emergency fund and at least a long-term savings account in addition to a checking account that handles all of the bills and all that stuff. Now, a part of combining your finances in these accounts. And dispersing this money is having an idea of who's going to handle what or how you're going to handle it as a couple. Now, my husband and I do that by our budget meeting. So we have a budget meeting every two weeks right before we get paid, where we go through our budget, go through all the bills that need to be paid, go through any upcoming events that we need to have funds set aside for, reviewing our savings, making sure we're on track for paying off our mortgage all those financial goals that we have. But you wanna have something in place where you are able to review that. I say a budget meeting, you can call it whatever you wanna call it, but have a designated time where you actually talk about your finances together. Um, And then, again, decide how you want to handle the management of the funds. Now, when I say handle management, I'm I'm not saying that one person does it all and the other person isn't aware. That's not what I mean. You're working on this together, but, for instance, my husband likes to pay the bills. Um, Whatever's not automated, he likes to go in there and manually pay the bills because there is some satisfaction in doing that. Figure out what that looks like in your marriage. We sit together every two weeks. We talk about everything. I know how much this bill is going to be. I know it needs to get paid. But at the end of the day, he likes to go in and actually press pay. <laughs> and that's absolutely fine by me. Whereas for our business, I like to be the person that goes in and, you know, pays whatever needs to be paid, transfer money wherever needs to be transferred, look looking at the income and the revenue. I like to do it for the business. So figure out who is gonna do what, but no one should be unaware of what's happening with the finances. Even if your spouse pays the bills, You need to know what the bills are are like. You need to know how much it is. You need to know that it's paid. What my husband likes to do is he likes to forward me the confirmation emails when the bills have been paid. So I'm aware, hey, hey, I paid the bill. Our lights are not going to be turned off. Our water is not going to be cut off. Like I have done my part in this. I have covered my responsibility. Have a set time where you sit down and you not only budget, but you talk about your financial goals, you plan out things, and then designate who's going to do what with the finances as far as who's going to be responsible for paying bills or you may do it in your budget meeting where you guys sit down and just pay the bills at a certain date each month whatever you choose just do it together and make sure everyone is clear about it so let me recap really quickly about combining finances with your spouse first things first preferably, you want to talk about this before marriage and make sure you're in agreement with it before marriage um that's important that's huge. Make sure you're in agreement with how you want to handle money together. Ask those five questions while you're dating so that you can get an understanding of how your mate handles money, their relationship with money, what they've been taught about money as a child, their influences, where their mind is at. Like You want to know that before you get married, not as a deal breaker necessarily, but for information so that you can know how to navigate the relationship. After you've done that, or if you're married have the conversation. How are we going to combine finances? First, you have to agree that it's going to get done. You have to agree that you are going to combine finances. One person can't say, yes, we need to combine, and the other one says, no. You have to come to an agreement that this is the best course of action for your finances and go with it. Have those conversations about money if you have not had them. Talk about you know, what was their childhood? How did their parents handle money? Think about, talk about those things, think about those things, and then proceed to the next step, which is actually going to the bank and opening an account together. Again, my husband and I have joint everything. Titles on our cars are joint. All the bank accounts are joint. Take that step and open that joint account. And if you're in a relationship now, if you're in a marriage right now and you don't have joint accounts and you're trying to figure out how do I transition to that, Start with one account. Start with one account where you guys are both putting your paychecks into that. Go to the bank, open that account, put both of your names on it, and start having money transfer into there. And then you can start figuring out, okay, well, how do how we pay the bills out of here? So once you've opened those accounts, then I would recommend the other accounts like the emergency fund, the long-term savings, any of those savings accounts. Open those online. You can call and open an account as long as your spouse is there, or you can do it online and they'll send you the information, whatever. But I would definitely recommend any savings account that you have, open it online because they have the best rates. You're going to get the best rates on an online savings account. And then you want to schedule a recurring meeting. We call it our budget meeting. Have a recurring meeting where you go over your budget and you talk about how funds need to be allocated, the bills that need to be paid, who's paying it, or you pay it during that meeting. But you have a set time where you sit down with your spouse and you guys actually talk about money and you manage the money. I would recommend doing this as often as you get paid because that's that's how often we budget. As often as we get paid is how often we budget. So every two weeks, we are creating a budget or reviewing our budget or revising it for that pay period. I actually have an article on the website around budgeting, um how to create a budget. You can check that out, but I'll roughly um go through some of the steps to creating a budget. So first of all, you want to list all of your combined income sources as a couple. So whether that's income from your job, side hustle, bonuses, Dividend income, rental income, royalties, whatever income money is coming in for that budgeting period, that time period, you want to combine those incomes so you know exactly how much money you have to work work with together as a couple. Then you want to list out all of your joint household expenses. So, you know, typical household expenses would fall in categories like saving, giving, housing, transportation, utilities, food, personal care, medical health, insurance household goods and supplies, debt repayment, and then of course you always wanna throw in some fun there. Um, And then you want to estimate how much those expenses are going to be. Or if you know by the bill statement, you want to go ahead and put those in your budget so that you can allocate funds towards that. And then you want to track your expenses. So this is another part that is important for combining your finances. You have to have a joint method of tracking expenses. So my husband and I personally track via a shared spreadsheet. So our budget is on a spreadsheet. We go in and do it every two weeks and we track our spending in that spread so at any moment I can go in that spreadsheet and I can see where money has been sent and spent and how we're tracking towards our budget and my husband can do the same or you can actually use a budgeting app so there's um, the every dollar app. There is Mint.com that has an app. There are so many free budgeting apps that you can use that both you and your spouse can have access to and you can see where the money is being spent and you can track to your budget and it will notify you if you're over budget or if you're getting close to your limit. So that's an option as well. And again, making sure that you're constantly reviewing this and talking with your spouse about it. So that is my take on how you can combine finances with your spouse. Again, talk about it, be in agreement about it, then actually do the physical work, opening opening a bank account together, opening those emergency fund accounts, savings accounts that you need, that checking account that puts all of your income in, and then you wanna have a consistent budget meeting where you review everything. So if you can master this, if you can master constantly talking about money with your spouse and managing money with your spouse, I guarantee you guys, it will take away half of the problems that probably take place in marriage, which is money. Money is one of the leading causes of divorce. I can't remember a time where my husband and I fought about money. We've been married three years. We have not fought about money, and I don't expect that we will ever fight about money because we handle it together. We've come into agreement. We have shared goals as a family, and that's what we're working towards every single day. So I hope this was helpful, guys. I know some of you are already married and you may not be doing this, so I encourage you to talk to your spouse about it. Some of you guys are dating or some of you guys are single and you just want to have that knowledge around how to manage money with your spouse when you do get married. I think it's important to learn a lot before you get married so you aren't stumbling, trying to figure things out in your marriage. So I hope that this was helpful. Definitely let me know. And, guys, I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye all right guys that's it for this episode of the podcast if you like what you heard head on over to girl forward slash podcast to sign up to be a part of our vip squad you'll get podcast episodes delivered directly to your inbox don't forget to follow me on social media i am at girl talk with foe on instagram facebook twitter and pinterest and if you like the show make sure you head on over to apple itunes to leave a five star rating and review i'll talk to you in the next episode